Leaning in through Jake's open window for a hug, her feet lifting off the ground behind her. And then she is leaning across his lap and reaching for me in the passenger seat, placing the dandelion chain on my head. Tessie! She squeals. She is all bones and angles. She smells like grass. Zuzu stands outside the car, long arms crossed against her body now, hands cupping her elbows. She is like a reed, tall, willowy. Her hair has pulled back into a puff of a ponytail. The little glass earrings in her ears catch the light. She is three years older than Plum, but they share the same freckled toffee skin and startling green eyes, that magical, otherworldly beauty that only mixed children seem to have. Zuzu smiles as she waits for this ritual to end. Okay, okay, Jake says. Let me out. And Plum, like a wriggly toddler, rights herself, scooting backwards so that Jake is able to open his door. Did you bring my cheesecake? Plum asks. Greedy, greedy little monster, Effie says as she comes out the camp's back door, wiping her hands on her apron, a bohemian housewife in her long chevron sundress, Her hair is still long and dark, as it always has been, except for one silvery strand that frames her face. She keeps it in a sloppy bun today, suspended with a single chopstick. Well, hello, Devin says as he comes out of the woods. He is covered in sawdust and carrying a toolbox. He sets it down and opens his arms. And we go through all the motions— This particular choreography is one we know by heart. Devin shaking Jake's hand and then pulling him in for a hug, Jake leaning down to kiss the top of Effie's head. The smell of pipe smoke and cedar in Devin's soft T-shirt when he embraces me. The way the girls circle us, waiting for the gifts we always bring from New York, which Jake pulls from the trunk like a magician— Zuzu's favorite salt bagels from Essabagel, Junior's cheesecake in its striped box for Plum, the girls disappearing into the camp, clutching their respective treats, the screen door banging behind them, Devin and Jake following behind, Devin's large dark hand spread across Jake's back. We are old, old friends. It isn't until Effie and I make our way to each other that I forget the next move. We have been friends since we were just little girls. She is like a sister. She will know. She navigates me the way a blind person navigates her own home. She knows my configurations. Even in the dark, she knows when something is askew. I am askew but she also knows better than to say anything. She will wait for me. She doesn't ask questions for which I have no answers. This is our way with each other, and today I am grateful. Thank you so much for offering to do this, she says instead, adjusting the dandelion crown I have forgotten is on my head. She is talking about Zuzu. She's been accepted into a prestigious summer ballet intensive in the city, and we are bringing her back with us when we leave on Sunday.
Effie's sister, Colette, who recently retired from the same company, has promised that she will be taken care of, watched over. She will even be teaching some of Zuzu's classes. But I know this world feels far away to Effie, a part of someone else's dream. Effie said she couldn't bear to go, that it would be easier to say goodbye to Zuzu here than it would be leaving her in New York. And because Effie is my best friend, and because she asks so very little of me, I didn't hesitate before offering to come up and get her, to take her back down with us after a nice visit, to make sure she gets settled in. It's just a weekend, I thought. I miss them. The girls. Effie leans forward and touches her forehead to mine. I'm afraid to let her go, she whispers.